Will and Christian in the morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back, finally, to Will and Christian in the morning. As always, I'm Christian. I'm Will. And hey, it's been a while. Welcome to the season premiere, season two premiere of Will and Christian in the morning. And to celebrate with us, we've got two very special guests. You know them. You love them. Friends of the pod. We got Max. Hello. And we got Matthew. Oh, hey there. <laughs> and this is, you know, very exciting because it's been a long time. It's been so exactly a year when we're, hopefully when we're uploading this, it'll be a year from the very first Will and Christian episode. First isn't, stepped into the studio, which we're not in right now. <laughs> isn't that crazy? So it's been a while. Will, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Um, obviously, we're full on into the semester now. And the reason that we like haven't really been able to record is we've all been just kind of busy settling in. Um, we're all like living together in one house. Uh, the pod house. No. I don't know. It's got many names. But, um, but we've been really excited to just kind of like get ready for a new episode now that we're all in the groove of things. But I don't know. As far as... Things have been going. Classes are good. Uh, I mean, I still am not motivated to do any work, but I'm getting it Never done. Never mind. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What about you? Um, I mean, I've been good. Kind of same as you, just sort of adjusting to the new normal and all that. It's still kind of weird, you know, when I'm online or when I'm in person. But I am, you know, very happy to be back on campus. But uh, Max? How you been? How you doing? Doing uh, doing pretty good. Um, can't complain. Uh, you know, with everything that's been going on recently, um, it's been a time. Let's let's say that. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> Honestly, look at that. Exactly. Yeah. What about you, Matthew? Um, I'm doing well. I think it's it's kind of nice to be back in some kind of groove or some kind of routine. It's not something that I've had the privilege of saying over the last couple of months, for sure. (laughs) That is definitely true. Um, There is, like, an adjustment period, and I'm not quite sure if we're through that yet, but, you know, we're slowly getting through it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) One of, like, the things is that, like, obviously not many activities that I'm normally doing are really taking place or, like, in the normal way they're taking place. It's been weird. Like, I'm usually just packed hour to hour or something like now i have so much time that i'm like i don't know what to do <laughs> it's hard to uh kind of figure out what to do with all this free time because we're not on campus you know in previous years i could be like oh you know i'm gonna go get some food or go to the perch play some pool things like that but now you know we're at the house and it's like i'm sitting here what am i gonna do now one of the things that we do a lot will be mentioned later Indeed. in this episode. <laughs> Don't you worry. But first, we have got a lot of news because we've been gone for... Since we've been gone. Since we've been gone. <laughs> so we've got a lot to cover. Uh, first off, we'll start with this. Uh, Mulan, Love Action Mulan, uh, has released on Disney+. Plus. Oh. Wait a second. I don't remember how the phones were. <laughs> Hold on. Let me... I think you just press answer. See if this will work. You're live on Will and Christian in the morning. Oh, what a great 
coincidence. I was just calling to wish you a happy one-year anniversary. Well, thank you, but I'm sorry, who is this? Oh, I should have introduced myself. This is James from the Berg. James, James from, from the, the Berg. Berg. Wow. Did you get us a gift? Coming to you live from the Berg. <laughs> from the Berg? Okay. Nice. Did you, uh, did you get us anything for the anniversary? I did, actually. Check your Venmos when you're done with the show. There's definitely wow. going to be something there. All right. so oh, sweet of you. you. Of course, of no, course. We're, uh, well, I hope you guys enjoy the show. Uh, and remember, I was here before John Mulaney. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Well, I'll, uh, I'll tune in when it comes out. Let me know. All right, we'll I'll do. talk to you. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Of course, of course. Peace um, out. Adios. That's a good point. We uh, Before we even get into the news, we should mention, for anyone who's seen our Instagram, at WC in the Morning, if you don't follow. Um, please do follow. Please follow. We actually just got a shout out from, I'm going to say, friend of the pod, John Mulaney. <laughs> uh, Christian, would you like to explain how this happened? Sure. So, for those of you who don't know, I am on the activities planning committee at St. Joe's uh, Hawkins Productions, HHP, um, and so we do all these sort of activities on and off campus, but one thing that we do often is we bring in celebrities, um, and then we do like little Q&A sessions like in previous years. We've had Angela from The Office, we've had um, Dave Coulier, Uncle Joey from Full House, uh, we had David Dobrik. Drake Bell. Drake Bell and Josh Peck, you know, just various yeah, celebrities. So the most recent celebrity that we had was John Mulaney. It was a virtual event, but it was my event because I was headlining, you know, as I was on the board. So I got to be one of the moderators who got to talk to John Mulaney. So that was a lot of fun. We did like a little interview for everybody. Um, but afterwards, there was a little meet and greet for all the HHP members. Uh, we got to talk to John Mulaney, and this is all over Zoom, but um, in our little individual breakout rooms, I said, hey, John, would you mind shouting out my podcast? So I got a little video of him saying, tune in to Will and Christian in the morning. So if you saw the teaser, that is our friend of the pod who reminded us that we had forgotten about the podcast. So thank you, John Mulaney. Thank you, John Mulaney. Um, <laughs> I guarantee that he's listening right now. <laughs> he's our biggest fan. Sorry, yeah. Will's grandparents. Newest, newest <laughs> biggest fan. <laughs> All right, that being said, let's get back into the news. So Mulan uh, has released on Disney Plus's premium access for $30. Um, I did not watch it. Me neither. But um, <laughs> it's supposed to release for free in December, sometime in December. Um, but I think we've talked about this a little before. I think this sets sort of a precedent for like big, big blockbuster type movies that can't release in theaters, so they will release early for this like premium access kind of thing. People think that um, Black Widow will follow this, and there was one other movie. Oh, uh, Pixar's new movie, Soul. Soul. So the big, what would normally be big blockbuster releases in theaters will probably release at least early in this um, uh, premium access. Thing. Um, 
I might have to, if they do Black Widow, I might have to pay. That's an instant. I'm like, I'm, if it's Black Widow, I'm instantly spending thirty dollars. So I'm, I'm sorry, but I I don't know. Unless they're gonna be free in a month. Well, <laughs> true. I can't wait that long. I'll get spoiled, and not in the way that I like. Um, <laughs> but I I heard good and bad things. Like I heard they made like. 200 around 250 million just from like people ordering it but and some people are like this is enough for them to do with black widow and then other people are like no it's not they're not doing well enough and i don't know like it's not really going to be feasible for them to do the movie theater either because tenet just came out and that did not make any money it's not doing very well Um, gotta make money somehow i am interested to to see how as you know as time goes on and as the the weeks move forward more things become uh, less restricted, you know, things become more available, how long the people's preview hype thing up before movie theaters come back into effect. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know when exactly that will be, and like you sort of mentioned, Tenet has released in select theaters. Um, I haven't seen it in theaters. I plan not to because I don't want to get sick or any of that. Um, I don't know when theaters are going to be open but um, when they do, I would be there. Yeah, I I thought about maybe going to see Tenet, but it's just not worth it. Like, I guess they're being as safe as they can, but even then, like, it's it's not like you're going to work or something. You're just yeah. like um, <clears throat> going to like watch a movie. Yeah, it's addition. It's an additional um, outing that. You could just view it at home, you know, and um, make sure that, you know, you're doing everything that you can to um, stay safe. Mask up. Yes. yes. Mask up. Mask up. Um, but yeah, Mulan, I didn't see it. Yeah. I might. It's free. I'll, I'll watch it in December. Like, yeah, I've also heard good. that it's not that good. But I've that's mixed things. Like this one. It was, certainly looks good. It does look it good. It looks interesting. It looks different, which I know a lot of people are sort of calling for when it comes to these Disney live action remakes. But like I've heard mixed things. Like there's one person said like Mulan's so good, you have to go see it. But then other people are like it's just a great live action movie. And I'm like okay. Also, like apparently the it's not like sitting well with Chinese audience either. So who it's like marketed yeah. to because they got everything about China wrong in it <laughs> because it was not written by Chinese writers. Um, yeah, and they also yeah. like, typically I think they'll go see like subtitled movies, but all of them are like, no, we want the dub. So like they're having to change that and everything. I don't know, but. Um, uh, once we get there. <laughs> that will, uh, that will come up. That will come up later. Um, next in the news. So. As pretty much everyone listening probably knows, unfortunately, Chadwick Boseman, uh, he had actor who plays Black Panther, has passed away from cancer. Um, extremely sad news. We were all very shocked. Yeah, we were very shocked to hear about it. Um, and we found out that his final tweet uh, has become, at least of now, the most liked tweet of all time. I think that's kind of like fitting for his like legacy. He's left such like in his career. Like his career was just really starting to like. Mm-hmm. expand a lot and he already left such a huge mark mm-hmm. playing you know playing jackie robinson in boys Home, playing this character that you know black kids around the country just black people in general can like relate to um kind of opening up more diversity in the mcu mm-hmm. um 
I think we think it's like very fitting that that tweet that he said his last tweet has gotten this like much attention, uh, and like it's been the greatest tweet or the the most liked tweet of all time. Yeah, I think it's uh, like you're saying, sort of hidden legacy and just sort of you know like this latest big character being Prince Chala, sort of like getting to like kind of go out like a king in that way. You know, the the tweet just the tweet was like uh, confirming and answering his. Um, complaint about that, and now that it's become the most liked tweet of all time, I think that's sort of like the reflection of like getting to go out and have this legacy is really you know apparent and how influential he was, and it's very sad to see. Okay, um, moving on. Recently on Disney Plus, uh, they released the second Phineas and Ferb movie, uh, Candace Against the Universe. Now that I did watch, and I gotta say it was it was good. I enjoyed it. I like um, it. Definitely, definitely not as good as the first Phineas and Ferb movie, but I thought it was it was you know this is like a fun return to the universe. Uh, they focused more on Candace, which I thought was interesting and uh, the humor was still pretty on point, except there was one joke. The one there was one dude in the middle of a song. He started flossing, <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, James Bond, don't do that." Yeah, I, the songs all like are still stuck in my head. Like, they, they were they did some really good songs. as usual, quite catchy. But and as usual for me, uh, I went back later and listened to all the songs in the German version. Uh, <laughs> they're pretty good in that regard as well. I know it's been a while, but. In case you need a reminder, Will is a German mother. I am. That's fair. <laughs> but, um, and then, because of this movie, Dan Swampy have hinted that there may or may not be more Phineas and Ferb content to come. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Should there be more Phineas and Ferb stuff? I don't think so. I actually just recently, like, watched, like, the, I, like, finished the show, because I went back and, like, I think right when Disney Plus came out, like, I just watched it for nostalgia and then just kept watching it. And it kind of dipped, like, toward the end, I think. I don't think, like, it needs to come back. Like, I think something like this was nice where they make a movie and kind of just, like, you get to see a bit of it again, but I don't think like, the whole show. Um, unrelated, I just saw a TikTok where that Dan Povenmire, like, duetted where uh, someone was trying to prove that Guy Fieri was Phineas's real dad. Uh, <laughs> I guess, like, the logic is he was on that, like, mini series where they would interview celebrities um he also and he's like so it would make sense that he dated his mom who was like a celebrity like singer and then in that episode of the take two or whatever he says i'm the dad at one point so the guy slows it down and he keeps going i'm the dad i'm the dad uh it's quite the theory (laughs) and it's the reason that phineas has like the the pointy hair even though his mom does (laughs) um so yeah Something to chew on for the, for the audience. Yeah, exactly. Flavorful food. <laughs> did Dan Pavelmeyer's like he do it? Did he like comment or anything? He said, uh, "I can neither confirm nor deny." <laughs> <laughs> um, that fact. I would like to be sure. Maybe on TikTok. But uh, other than that, but yeah. So check out the movie. Um, very good. Yeah, it was quite enjoyable. So yeah. So. <laughs> 
the Mandalorian 2. So pretty much every show that was planned to come out this year has been moved, as we've talked about many times. Yes. Some of the Marvel shows are just starting to film again or just like getting ready. Uh, so a lot of the stuff that was planned is going to be in 2021. One of the shows that is finished and is coming out this year is Mandalorian. Um, they filmed season two, I think, like right after season one or pretty soon after. So they've had all this time to like work on the CGI and all the like mixing and everything and editing. So it's all ready to go for October thirtieth, which is coming much sooner than I thought. I feel like yeah. I've been here for a week and it's been a month. <laughs> Very exciting. Um, but the trailer just dropped the other day. Um, and it looks like it's going to be really good. They didn't show too much. It's the plot, I guess, of this season is going to be the Mandalorian <laughs> taking the child to the Jedi um, because like he's one of them, even though they're like kind of enemies. So it'll be interesting to see what characters pop up because mm-hmm. apparently it's every single character in Star Speaking Wars. of characters that might pop up, I heard um, that Boba Fett, the, the actor who played Boba Fett, oh, yeah. too, will be... Important clarification. <laughs> Will be in it, I or think, maybe it's the person who played Django Fett. Django, I think yeah. that yeah. Uh, Tamura Morrison. He will be playing Boba Fett. Yeah, that I've heard. I think I've heard that he was cast in the show. Yeah, and there are a lot of roles he can play because he played Django, but also like the clones. Oh, the clones. So some people think it could be Rex from the Clone Wars. It could be Boba Fett. I don't know how because I think Boba Fett died. But then again, if the Emperor died... Nobody knew <laughs> you know, um, I mean, we thought Boba died when he was in the Sarlacc pit at the end of the turn. No one's ever really gone. Spartans uh, <laughs> never dead. Yeah, but um, the one, one I want to talk about regarding the Mandalorian was this little ridiculous rumor oh. that we heard um, regarding Pedro Pascal, who of course plays Din Djarin, the Mandalorian himself. There's this rumor that Pedro Pascal quit midway through filming season two. Um, so they say that apparently Pedro Pascal was not fond of being in a suit for a long time. And he talked to the directors and said, I don't want to be like in the suit so much. It's like, or they want to show his face. Or he, or he wants to show his face more. But of course, you know, Mandalorians take off their helmets because this is the way or whatever. But, um, and then apparently he got very mad when he went to Lucasfilm and he said, hey, can you speak on my behalf to the directors? Tell them, like, you know, to let them show my face more, give me other suit. It's, like, really difficult. And they're, like, that's kind of not how it works in the show. So, like, deal with it. And then he's, like, okay, bye. And then it leaves. So, I, that's the rumor. I don't think it's true because he doesn't really spend a lot of time in the suit. It's mostly, like, voice acting, and so there's, like, very little time that he's in the suit, and I don't know, it just kind of sounds dumb. Well, I guess they will just have to kill him off. The show will just be called The Child. <laughs> um, no, yeah. I'm sure with The Child's popularity, I don't think that someone's, like... That's true. I think that may be more successful. I think that rumor came from, like, one site that's like known for spouting stuff that's like maybe not true but also, we got this covered.com it's probably <laughs> yeah. something like that but also like you're part of the 
the one of the only pieces of Disney Star Wars that people like. Yes. And you're probably still getting a good amount of money, and you're gonna quit. Like, no, come on, yeah. come on, it's <laughs> <What's> not <laughs> happening. But um, or, I don't know. Just like when you're an actor, you do what you are paid to do. It, it doesn't matter if you feel hot in your suit, you know. <laughs> so yeah, just Mono. further further putting it out there that it 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 probably wasn't. You know that <laughs> he was. I will say that like Chris Hemsworth yeah. made them uh, do the the Thor eye patch and CGI because he thought it was too uncomfortable, and they did. <laughs> like, I guess it's not that unless, but also like, I mean, I don't think Pedro Pascal or any actor for that matter would walk out of Star Wars. Also, his contracts and stuff. Like, you yeah. can't really do that. <laughs> like, I don't see why any actor would want to leave working on Star Wars, which is like one of the most profitable franchises Unless you're in history. Kelly Marie Tran. <laughs> I mean, like, that's, you get harassed by everybody. That's but a whole different story. That's a, yeah. But, um, yeah. So, I don't know what to show. But, yeah, yeah. Mandalorian Season 2 coming out end of October. Very, very excited about that. Yes. Um, further news, we just want to touch on a couple more things before we get into the main topic because it's just so much. Uh, so I'd like to mention the PS5, PlayStation 5. The price was announced finally because they released, you know, trailers for the PS5 and some of its games, but they didn't release the price yet. And it's coming out, like, next month. Or it's in coming November. Out next... November 12th. Mm-hmm. Sometime soon. But they announced that the PS5 will launch on November 12th for $499.99. So $500. Yes, and that is for... They're making two versions, one with a disk drive, and it can run like 4K Blu-rays, and so that one's $500, and then there's a digital-only version if you just want to get all your games digital that's only 400 so... Wait, you get all the PS... You don't have the actual PS5? No, you have like the console, but oh. there's no place to put like discs in oh, it, so you'd have to buy all your games like on like store. Like store. the eShop, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so... I think there was a big thing with pre-orders where mm-hmm. everyone tried to pre-order and like no one could get them, and so they just tweeted out today. They're like, "Sorry about that. Like we're yeah. working on it." There's um, one where, like there was like a mad rush, and then they were like, "Yeah, there's no way to get your hands on." It one seems of them. like there's never <laughs> been like a stable console launch. Like the Switch, everything went wrong. Yeah. Even PS4, like everything went wrong. Facts. But the only uh, good console launch that I can think of is um, the Wii and the um, Mm. original Xbox. Like, those things sold so Mm. well. Mm. Um, And then also the uh, uh, Nintendo DSs. Like, that whole line, that whole line of them did so well. I feel like Nintendo usually, usually does a pretty good job. Like, they just, like we mentioned, the Switch was a very hectic release. The Wii U just kind of, like, didn't do well. <laughs> kind of sucked, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, we'll see what happens with PS5. I think it's very hard to beat. Well, the PS3 when it came out was six hundred dollars in two thousand seven or two thousand six dollars was six hundred dollars. So like, it's not so bad. And I think you're you're, you're able getting. to you're able to play PS4 games on it as well. So like, it's not like you're just dropping for <laughs> something completely new. I don't think I'm gonna get it for like a while. Um, or unless, like, a bunch of my friends get it. Um, I would also have to, like, hear how it does. Yeah. Because I don't want to buy it and then it be, like, a brick. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm like, oh, I wasted all my money. It's like, I would have to hear how it does. Um, but speaking of games, because this is where we 
talking about a lot of games today. Um, <laughs> it was recently, it's the 35th anniversary of Mario, the original Mario. Yes. Yes. So there was a big Nintendo Direct, which we don't know a lot about Nintendo. It's their like kind of showcases of what's coming out, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And the big reveal at the end of it was that there's a new kind of package coming, a bundle of uh, Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy, which are three of kind of the communities like regarded as the best Mario games that have been Um, they're not like remastered or anything they're just kind of porting them on to the Switch but that's I think like just came out or it is coming out recently yeah it did come out I've heard that people have had some gripes with it I'm not sure what those gripes are I know a lot of people people I know a lot of people were angry about the price because they're charging $60 for three games that are uh, like one came out in what like 96 2002 Mm -hmm. and like 2008 so like they're not new games and they're they're not even really improving them. Yeah. I think in some like, regards, they're taking things away from them. <laughs> I think <laughs> there's a little bit of remaster. I think the graphics are still kind of I'm sure they have to get slightly overhauled. Because yeah. I remember I saw this one they're thing. They're porting the original. Yeah, so I think the graphics so. were upgraded a little bit. Because I saw this one image from the new Mario 64. Um, you could see like Mario's model was like updated. All the, the background was updated. But it was at the fountain outside the castle. That has the sign that's like the infamous L is real thing. In the original game, it was like too hard to like make out because it was like low quality, blurry, whatever. So that sign is still low quality and blurry. <laughs> so they didn't really change that, but they updated more of the graphics for it. And another thing that I saw, um, it, at the end of the game, you meet it's like Yoshi, and there's one I forget spoilers. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this game came Come out on, like many, Come on, many, many years ago. <laughs> So you meet Yoshi at the end of the game after you beat the final boss, and um, he like Yoshi like says something. I forget exactly what he says, but in the original game there was like a typo. He said like it instead of is, and that typo is still in the remaster. <laughs> nice. I think it's funny. It's sort of Very keeping good. to that, like keeping Great. things open. Yeah. I think Nintendo does that a lot. They um, oh man, in the Xenoblade Chronicles mm-hmm. Definitive Edition mm-hmm. that they recently came out in May or whatever it was. You know, very well received. Okay. But <laughs> there was like a scene where um, Shulk, the main character, is eating like a sandwich or something and there's a camera just trying to talk to him and they kept the scene in. It's really like awkward. She asks him like a question and he answers with like, man, the sandwich is good or something. <laughs> something that like I don't I haven't seen in a long time but they, they do that a lot where they keep in scenes that are, are famous because they're bad or whatever it is when they remaster the game. I know the the other complaint about um, the Mario thing is that it's only a limited time release. Yes, so it, I, I think it's available until the end of March of next year, <coughs> and then they're taking yeah. it all off, which is doesn't really make any sense. Yeah. It's like yeah. well, if you get it before then and the date passes, then you keep it. But mm. once that date passes, you can't like buy it like, mm-hmm. for the first time, which is like I guess that's like an incentive thing, to get it. Now. I just forgot. There's also like a Mario Battle Royale coming out. <laughs> that is true. It's, Wait, what? Uh, so it's like the way it works is you have, you play through like the original Mario, but so is like however many other people. Really? And like if you lose, you're out. So it's not like just a bunch of Mario's attacking yeah. each other. Kind of, no, it's kind of interesting. That reminds me of like Tetris 99. It's, it's the same people who made it. That's actually kind of interesting. That's For a like, weird take. They, they actually toyed with that idea on the phone. Um, they had like Mario Run, 
Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I believe you were able to do multiplayer with that. Um, so they've sort of been like playing around with that idea, actually, for a good little while. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's I have to get back to you on that one. I'm not totally yeah. sure. But that one also is going away like in March. That, that's still <laughs> going. I don't know why they're yeah. doing that. But I guess sh- the, the idea sure is to incentivize it, you to buy it now. Sure, it builds up hype, but it's not going <laughs> to, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're only getting so much sales from a year. Um, so sort of going back to movies, this was, I don't know how recent this was, maybe about a couple weeks ago, we finally got a trailer for Matt Reeves' The Batman movie starring Robert Pattinson, and it looks really, really cool. I was a little worried kind of going in because, you know, I have my doubts with the current way DC handles their movies. Um, Suicide Squad was not great. Um, you have Batman v Superman, Justice League, you know, they've had some stinkers. But this looks really cool. I guess I was a little worried about Robert Pattinson because the only movie I've seen him in is Twilight. But I obviously what about Harry Potter. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but like I, I like I know he's a good actor, but I yeah. haven't seen him in Twilight. But uh, he looked really cool. Um, I think the bat suit looked really cool. Uh, he did not say I'm Batman. They were like, who are you? He's like, I have a vengeance. And he and beat he, the crap out of him. It was so cool. <laughs> Um, so I'm very excited for that. That is the briefs. Uh, I don't know if I have anything else. Uh, but there's a bunch of also like he doesn't look anything like himself, like the way that I know how he looks. Like they should, there's a picture of him as Bruce Wayne, and he looks yeah. like <coughs> he just kind of looks like a Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so this movie, as of right now, is set to release on October 1st of next year. It's really? supposed to release June 25th. Pushed back, and right now the release date is not confirmed. And I think it's a Riddler-heavy <laughs> movie, which we I believe so. Yes, that's, that's yeah. the note. Like, this hasn't been a modern. Uh, I think the last one was what Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there a Lego Batman? I guess. Yeah, I don't count that. Wait, that was a good movie though. It, it, was, was, it was a good movie. One of my favorites. How Riddler was Conan O'Brien, I think. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Conan O'Brien. The Riddler, but he had like one line. Oh. <laughs> Cast the character. So now they gotta make the next Riddler film movie, which is like a big thing. That's what I was looking for. Um, I think Carrot they, top. Yeah. I think there was they might have released it like cool TV. Um, I forget. I'm trying to look it up on Batman Forever is coming up. That's not what I wanted. Um, I don't know. I, you're making like a good point. I think. <coughs> DC's had like a weird track record where some movies are really, really good and then some movies are really, really bad. So <laughs> it's kind of hard to to say I'm like super excited to see this movie and then I find out that it's really good and I missed out because I didn't want to see it. Or I find out that it's really bad and I saw it and then I'm like, oh, you, you wasted, you know. Certainly, certainly missed the mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, first impressions from the trailer, I think it looks really cool. I'm definitely going to see it because I will see anything Batman. Um, so now that we've got our, uh, it was a bit of a longer pre-show news, but it's okay. We've been gone for a while. It's an important episode. Oh yes, of course. Um, so our main topic. Usually we don't talk about video games very much. We talk about movies, TV, music, but we decided to switch it up 
new season, new ideas. Um, so this episode is going to be all about kind of popular casual video games um, because there's been quite a few recently, even like between the weeks that are kind of like blowing up. Um, so as we've all been living together, one of the big things that we will do is kind of get on one of these big like battle royale type games and kind of just play together and hang out. Um, and this is a thing that's kind of just blown up in the last few years. Um, typically, they're the battle royale trend, which is like up to, sometimes it's less than 100, but it's usually like 100 people in a game fighting to beat everyone else, be like the last person standing and get the dub, um, the win, <laughs> the victory. Um, so the biggest one that I think we should talk about is the one that kind of started it off, Fortnite. Of course, as as we love to say in this house, we like Fortnite. We yeah. like Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite, good Minecraft, bad. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Fortnite, like you were saying, was sort of the, if maybe not the first, but probably the the first game that sort of started this big trend of popular battle royale type games. You know, Fortnite battle royale. You have hundred people in a game, drop off the battle bus. Thank the bus driver. Thank the bus driver. <laughs> yes. uh, you go through the map trying to find weapons and materials to build, and you eliminate all the other players to get that sweet, sweet victory royale after being the last man standing. So this game sort of blew up back in... When did this come out? 2014. Yeah, was it even? I thought, I thought it, was, it must have been earlier than that. That's pretty crazy. like... They were definitely playing it when I was in high school, and that was three years ago. So. That is really crazy. Three years ago was 2017, Matthew. <laughs> 2017, you're right. Yeah, fuck. That is um, it feels fun. like three years ago was like 2015. And, um, yeah, it's old. Um, this also, I don't know if it like paved way, but it has a lot of like the features that we see now in other games, which is it's free to play, uh, but pay to look cool. Um, so like hey, the one, one of the big things that attracted people to this game was that it was free. Um, you don't like a lot of consoles. You have to pay to play online, and this you don't have to. Um, Fortnite also kind of became like really popular because it's you're still like shooting people and killing people, but it's like cartoony. It's not like ultra realistic or violent, so a lot of kids can play it, and their parents like won't really get mad. Um, it's pretty like goofy. Um, so it attracted a lot of kids who. Obviously, have a lot of time to play video games. They're not like working or even. I mean, they're going to school, but they got plenty of free time. So um, that plus the idea of like streamers like Ninja and all these people coming on and like getting really good at the game, and then also kind of like creating an audience that way. So it just became massive. Um, yeah. And I think like you mentioned Ninja, like Ninja and other YouTubers or Twitch streamers, they sort of built. They like their popularity came from playing Fortnite, and you know, because it's like sort of like a casual game, like you pick it up, and it doesn't take like a whole lot of intense skill to sort of pick it up and get good at it. I mean, the people like Ninja and like the other popular streamers, like they get they would get very, very good, and they'd pull off all these precise movements, you know, you can hear all the clicking from their controllers, doing like all the spin moves, building up the, the bridge or whatever. But um, it's, I think another one of the appeals, it's not really too complicated. You know, you drop 
off, you get weapons, and you go eliminate people, and you're the last one standing. The, That's the skill floor is very low. <coughs> yes. I, think. I mean, the skill ceiling, as is for for most video games, is is high, is very and people in that ceiling like continues to get raised <laughs> yeah. as time goes on. Yeah. But the floor is very low. And I think that's what makes that that game in particular so appealing. It's very fun to be an average player. Yes. In this age. Right and they're now. fun to watch too. Like it's, yeah. some games are they're not really fun unless you're playing them. But these, like, you really can just kind of even like if you're like we're all in the room together. We don't play Fortnite, but if we're all in the room playing a different game that we'll talk about, um, like it's still fun to just sit and watch even if you're not involved. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that fact that you know it's fun to watch and all these popular youtubers and streamers were playing it that sort of helped like get the word out per se like people would see like ninja or maybe like markiplier playing fortnite and they're like oh that looks kind of fun maybe i should try and then they'd see like it's free so that's even more incentive to go play that and you're like i want to be as good as ninja one day i'm gonna buy the ninjas how to get good at video games book that he definitely wrote is that real (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Ninja has a book called like How to Get Good at Video Games or something. Um, Not seen enough movies for that. <laughs> yeah, it's called <laughs> it's called Ninja. It's called Ninja Get Good: My Ultimate Guide to Gaming. <laughs> the four uh, or five Mario movies. How much is that book? <laughs> you should buy a copy for that. You should. That's a good like. Um, when my mom calls and asks if I'm studying, I can say yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, on Amazon, <laughs> this book sells for. Thirteen ninety nine hardcover. Oh, that's kind of a steal. What? <laughs> yeah. Is it worth it? Probably yeah. not. But um, yeah, Fortnite. It may not have been the first game, the first battle royale game to come out, but it was definitely one of the big trendsetters for this genre. Yeah. Um, I would also, um, to a slightly lesser extent, I would say that PUBG, um. <coughs> Was also in that in that group yes. that that sort of started that. Mm-hmm. Um, and PUBG, also known as <coughs> Players Unknown Battlegrounds. Yeah, yeah Players Unknown That's Battlegrounds. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, PUBG was sort of like kind of a similar concept to Fortnite. You know, you drop off last specifically in a parachute. In parachutes, you know, but I think PUBG. The main difference is that PUBG is more like. Realistic, yeah, realistic. More realistic graphics, like actual guns that you can. More see. realistic in a sense. Yeah, it, it is looks like, like trash. <laughs> yeah, it's more realistic in that it's truly garbage. I guess <laughs> it like aesthetically, like it's whereas Fortnite has it's like all these these funny yeah. guns and you can sort of like gather materials and build whatever. But like, you know, pickaxe like and all that. But like PUBG, you drop off the an actual plane, not a flying bus. But you go, you find like Desert Eagles or like yeah, AK forty seven. Drive cars, yeah. So it's much more realistic in the the weapons that you find and the environment that you're in. It like as I said, it looks really gross, but that's what it would yeah, look like. Unless you have like an ultra tier PC. Yeah, it was just a very strange thing because the game was very very popular, mm-hmm. and they really didn't do a good job of updating the game, which was strange yeah. considering how. Popular I, I actually just played it for the first time recently because it was I like have PlayStation Plus where you get like free games every month and PUBG was one of them every month. It uh, I'm sorry, Fortnite's better. <laughs> like I played it and ju- it's so janky. Just like the way that even like you aim down your gun is just badly designed. Like I 
it's not also like not meant to be played on a console at all. Yeah. Um, I just remembered there's um, there's another game uh, that that sort of bridged the way to the um, uh, to the battle royale um, <clears throat> world that we're in now, um, and that game is Rust. I don't know what. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, yeah, so that game you you start off with you're on an island with nothing but a rock, um, and you have to cut down um, trees and stuff. You know, it's a sort of survival um, bat battle royale, um, and uh, the servers reset every month or like every week or whatever, or sometimes it's even every like twenty four hours. So you have to sort of reset and like do it again, you know. So that challenge is always there. But um, uh, there's a level of randomness to the maps as well, um, and that can sometimes be expected with battle royale games. Um, so yeah, that's definitely one of those that mm -hmm. paved the way. I do know that Rust has still has like a pretty consistent player base, yeah. unlike yeah. a lot of. These very, other games, which we'll kind of dedicated. get to yeah. in a little bit, where um, they're popular for like a brief window of time, where things look really, really well, and then either it's overtaken by something else of a similar genre that expands on it, and therefore makes the other ones obsolete, or in the case of PUBG, it doesn't work, and that's <laughs> why people leave the... So, yeah. I think it rests in the PUBG, I don't know why, but people still, there's still like a lot of players. Yeah. Yeah. If you check like on Steam, you can see like how many people are playing yeah, it or online. Is still very I, up there. I can't believe I forgot. Yeah. I think the original battle royale of Minecraft Hunger Games. Yeah, <laughs> so I was, you know, I was thinking about the Hunger Games, the case, but it's died recently yeah. because of not proper upkeep of the servers. Yeah. Well, I was thinking all the big ones have when practically died out. When Christian was describing the battle royale, I was like, this sounds shockingly <laughs> similar to the Hunger Games. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute, that's, that's pretty <laughs> much um, where it started. Yeah. Yeah. That's sort of like, you know, Minecraft was a separate game that you could sort of do whatever with, but Hunger Games is just a popular thing, you know, you have however many people in, yeah, so this is like a little bit older, so it's like however, however many people in the lobby, not a hundred, like whatever, but you all sort of like Hunger Games, like you, you book in the movie, you know, you go out, sort of gather materials and try to, you know, eliminate all the other players and then be the last man Same. or last team standing. But Matthew, I think you brought up an interesting point that I wanted to said how like rust is pretty consistently um played when other games of the sort of genre like when another game comes out it's sort of you know the older game fades into obscurity and as a new one comes out and i think that's a something that we see a lot with this genre like i think pubg came out before fortnite did i think something like that yeah, yeah. so like pubg was really popular in its heyday but then fortnite came but now everybody plays fortnite instead of pubg and I think there's sort of like that one game, like a, a new game comes out and then that becomes super popular and the game that came before it sort of fades out. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So I think, I think chronologically the next sort of big um, battle royale game after Fortnite was Apex Legends. Now I didn't really play Apex Legends at all, but I think it was like sort of a battle royale game. I really don't it's, know anything about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically, it's kind of like, <clears throat> Um, the take it's the same structure as as all these games are the same structure, but it's more of a futuristic spin on it. Where the 
it's also um, similar to other games where there are classes that, that you choose on. You're like, oh, like violence, which is another <laughs> a good example. Of a, a, a now, never even heard of now, yeah. You know, um, like it's a futuristic spin where you pick a particular class as opposed to everybody being in the same level. I pick a character that excels in a certain area, and that way, if you're playing with a team, you can have three different people who excel in different areas and work together, which is like an interesting like sort of thing and there's like a I think it's a robot character like it's like mm-hmm. it's kind of futuristic although many things are, are similar there's no like building but it is still like try to be the last one surviving also there's zip lining or something it's like kind of weird but that was a game that was popular briefly yeah and very very briefly yeah i think it's sort of overshadowed by um even now like the I think that's probably I guess the most recent uh, battle royale that isn't uh, you shall not be named coming up is you know Call of Duty Warzone, Warzone which mm-hmm. that's lying on a lot of people's they um, right. I think Call of Duty did a battle royale mode in one of their previous Call of Duty games I don't remember what it was but I forgot and it didn't do well I I can't remember that's like a brief memory but Call of Duty Warzone I know. Um, is kind of, is extremely popular, especially now. That's like the battle royale of choice because I think it's definitely like the most realistic, in the sense of like it is. I pick up gun and I shoot gun, and like it's it's an interesting. It seems to be pretty good. There's a I think I've heard some balancing issues and also like a cheating issue, um, which is not uncommon for games, but they're definitely like weird balance they, i know they continue to update that game it hasn't fallen into obscurity yet so there are there is like a dedicated player base as well um so i actually have to pick up on many things that you said oh. there <laughs> because Uh-oh. no 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 it's not in a bad way um when you were talking about falling out of um out of you know falling into obscurity one of the things that comes to my mind is tft mm. because I'm just going to preface this. I've been playing the game since 2014. I have 2,400 hours in it. Um, and, and I'm still not like as good as other people are. Many other people, especially in casual. But um, And also with the thing of cheating, there's a whole situation right now on TF2's casual servers, which is where they get a bunch of people who are around you locally and you play with you all in a server and then you play like capture the flag or something and there's two teams it's like red red versus blue um and the thing that's been happening recently is there have been a bunch of bots um that um they have aim bot they have like aim hacks and they have um and they and they mic spam and they chat spam um not specifically, oh. but um, they certainly do those things that I that I said. Um, and, uh, and and another thing that you were talking about is that um, three people may have a certain like they may have certain skill sets um, in like Valorant, or like they they may have three like three people who are in this, three people in this, three people who are in that. The thing with um, TF2 that's similar to that is there are three, there are nine characters, um, and there are three um, classifications for those nine characters. Where um, 
attack, support, and um, defense. I believe that's um, those three classifications. Um, so yeah, that's, um, and then there was a whole situation where um, TF2 was getting compared to a game that had just come out called Overwatch. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just for reference, by the way, Valorant is not a battle royale. I believe Valorant is a team multiplayer game yes. like Overwatch. Yeah. So it's not a battle royale. It's not the same but genre, but it's a similar it's kind of situation. It's interesting before, like before the battle royale thing came out, it was the team multiplayer. Like TF2 was king for a while. Yeah. Overwatch yeah. was king for a few years. Like for a period of eight years, <laughs> eight nine years, um, TF2 was seeing huge player count amounts and recently they've actually gone up um january of last year we had a um a total of i think five five hundred thousand five hundred thousand people um january of uh, either this year or last year um but now they're starting to go back down as content for the game is not coming out valve is not taking care of the cheater problem and the situation is just sort of going Paywall, you know, but we have those dedicated players. We have um, people who are sticking to the community servers and stuff like that. And then there are people who just deal with the actual in game. You know, there are ranged um, projectiles that you, you can use the sunglasses app that can deal with them if you switch. Um, yeah, that's a situation. Get good at the game. And then you don't have to worry about the hell. Well, and TF2 is another one of those like easy to get into because it's now like it's been free to play for yeah. like seven or eight years now. Yeah. Ten. Ten years. Ten years. Ten years. Yeah. Maybe even twelve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I want to kind of like oh, we kind of have transitioned, but I want now I kind of want to transition to this sort of like Overwatch and TF2, the game, the, the kind of genre that came before the battle royale with team multiplayer, and like we briefly talked about with TF2 and Overwatch, you know you pick predetermined characters with different kinds of skills, um, then you play on a team, and it's usually, like, not necessarily, like, you die, then you're done. Like, yeah. you can either, like, die and respawn. So it's more based on the team overcoming another team, like you said, the capture the flag, right. or, you know, overtaking... Pushing a cart to a pushing destination. A cart. It's just sort so of, like, more yeah. focused on, like, teams and, like, territory overtaking your enemy's territory, and then you win. Mm -hmm. So that's like Overwatch and TF2, and I think another one that is still like very popular is like League of Legends. Oh, like absolutely. When, like these... Yeah. <laughs> I hate League I'm sorry, I don't yeah, like I'm, League of Legends. <laughs> like when you hear about yeah, like... Well, I mean, it's it a major yeah. fantasy Like when you yeah. hear about like eSports, like competitive eSports at right. colleges, that's like one of, one of the games that's like always brought up. It's like mm -hmm. League of Legends, like Smash Bros, maybe like Counter-Strike specifically, yeah. That's another, like those yeah. are like big like team multiplayer games where it's more focused on, you know, teams and communication instead of just like, oh, one person, you gotta get good. Now it's sort of, not only do you have to have enough skill, you also have to like work well with your team. So you're not all, it's like not one person can like ruin the clip or anything. You all have to sort of work together to sort of overcome the situation yeah i i kind of tend to lean like more toward that kind of games like because 
I like that we talked about like, the appeal with the battle royale is that it's just kind of easy to pick up and like I think it's it is like fun to be like try to be the last one. Mm-hmm. But this like one of the, my favorite things because I was a big Overwatch player for a while was <laughs> being able to like okay like how's our team composition like how are these people all gonna be able to like work together like use their mm-hmm. abilities in tandem how are we gonna like counter what the other team is using like a lot of like balancing and. Definitely, like, it's almost like, I mean, it is like a sport. It's like figuring out what play you're going to make. Like, yeah. when are we going to push together and, like, go after this object? Like, it's definitely, I think the skill floor is way higher, or the skill ceiling is way higher than in, like, a Battle Royale game, which is sometimes off-putting. Like, one of the reasons I stopped playing Overwatch 2 is because it's become, like, extremely competitive, even if you're playing casually. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where, like, if you want to play as your favorite character, you have to wait ten minutes in a queue. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and and I, and that's something that I gotta say about Overwatch is that the, um, TF two brought customization and it's sort of like the granddad of like team based shooters, right? Granddad, right? And um, and. The sort of like like succession to that, or the one that um, ups that a, a little bit is Overwatch, where it's so based on teams working together. You know. Um, yeah, and I think like we were saying how like the 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 skill ceiling is much much higher in these team yeah. games because <laughs> you, it's not as easy to pick up and play. Because you're not only responsible for yourself, you're responsible for your team. Like if one person makes one bad move, it could ruin the game, not for only for yourself, but for your whole team. And then you have everybody yelling at you in the chat or over, you know, your voice mic or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. You yeah. brought up a really good thing with customization because this is something that transcend like is over both <laughs> games where, especially with the battle royale, you're like, how are these game these free games, how are they making money? Like, how are they surviving? And the, the answer is loot boxes, the answer is battle passes, and paid yeah, cosmetics. Yeah, get those yeah. Um, yeah. In Fortnite, um, they, I mean, because a lot of these games, you're not, like, leveling up your character and, like, unlocking stuff, except you can, you can but, like, the game is the same every time. You're not going to have an advantage over anyone, otherwise it wouldn't be fair. Yeah. But, like, you can buy... Uh, like the Fortnite Battle Pass, where you can get these skins and get these things to make you look cool and like flex on the other players. Right. TF2, yeah. the hats. It was like almost <laughs> yeah. for the longest time where you buy hats that like are hundreds, if not hundreds of dollars. No, like, yeah, hundreds of dollars. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> there are oh ones that are worth ten, tens of thousands. Actually, there's just to let you know that there's a whole economy based on Steam of TF2. Like of TF two items, like it's, and it's still going very strong. Yeah, I I've never. I mean, I guess I can understand in like a game like TF two and Overwatch. Overwatch they don't really do the loot boxes like paid ones because a lot of people are really against that. Um, yeah. But like you can unlock really cool skins for your characters, and some are more rare. But you see them every time you're playing, and like if someone else sees that, they know like, oh, like this. This person like this guy's a real one. Yeah, and yeah. but in like Fortnite, it's pretty much like you want this skin. You like, all right, just buy it and then put it on. I'm gonna call out friend of the pod, my sister Kim. She bought the Fortnite battle pass, Ooh. and I kind of made that made me lose a little respect for her. <laughs> uh, 
that's definitely like a huge thing. Also, like especially in Fortnite, they've paired up with comp like they've paired up with Disney and put like Marvel characters in the game where you can buy like a Captain America costume, Star Wars stuff, Travis Scott. <laughs> um, so like that's even another thing that's making people want to buy those outfits more. Um, but that's definitely some like a, a similarity between the two game or the two like genres that just like making a person look unique or look cool is like a huge aspect of it. Yeah. When when you're playing a game for that long, there's there's bound to be just a want for you to stand out and to be unique and stand out from the crowd. It's almost like because the the structure of a game is designed specifically so that you can't do that. Right. Skill wise, yes. yeah. Which you know, game you would. correct. In a, in a battle royale, technically, everybody has the same chance of winning when you start the game. Whether or not you know you have the skill necessary to achieve that is a different question. But right. everybody's equipped with the same thing in order to win the game. It's just a matter of your own personal skill. So there's that's like something that they added in in order to, <clears throat> I guess, make there be some kind of variation. Otherwise, everybody playing the same character would. Well, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, well, um, I think that we talked a lot about various games, but we one um, has remained the name. One has on we have been hinting this whole episode. There's one we know we don't really play Fortnite. Actually, sometimes but we, you know, I we, I will agree. Outside this one, we're going to talk about. I think Fortnite is the best. I it's not my favorite, but I a lot of times Kim will be like, "Hey, let's play Fortnite," and it's like the best. I think Fortnite has definitely been the best, has sort of transcended from just the beginning to sort of the pop culture phenomenon. Oh, it's yeah. an end game. It's it's it is an end game, and you know I think that Fortnite has just sort of become this thing bigger than just a video game. Like Travis Scott had a whole concert on Fortnite, which I think is still cannot be escaped. Well, it can't be escaped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, and I mean that in like the best way possible. Games. I do think, yeah, it, it's, yeah, it is, and it's constantly being mm-hmm. updated and changed, and that's kind of like what keeps it fresh, yes. where a lot of games kind of fail in that. Yeah. But, uh, so we talked a lot about different video games, we played a little bit, but there's one game that we keep hinting towards that we have all been playing a lot of, and it is, I think we can agree, it is sort of becoming the next big thing. And it that has game, already. <laughs> that game is... is Fall Guys. Yeah. Woo! 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 So, Fall Guys. What is it? What's the deal with this this game? Who are you? Um, <laughs> are you? Fall Guys. What ultimate are you? Knockout. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout is an official title. It is a battle royale. Kind However, it is a it is a battle royale. Um, it takes the skeleton of a battle royale and changes it, <laughs> and changes it completely in a way that is unique and that is why it's so popular it is the ultimate casual battle royale in that there is it's it's a different spin on the structure that that, you know has been attacked for so long yeah it is not a shooting battle royale which is which is odd and even like when we were talking about tetris 99 that's probably one of the strangest and most unique battle royales out there but um i don't know fall guys takes a different spin on this elimination, you know, climb to the top mm-hmm. structure and, and turns it right on its head and does a really good job in making it appeal to so many different people and in, in, in the way it's designed and 
in its you know structure is something that's so interesting and also hilarious <laughs> yeah i think like you said it sort of takes that skeleton of the battle royale the you know many many people is six i think 60, 60. Is the maximum 60 players all fighting for the dub the to the crown to be the last man standing but whereas games like Fortnite or PUBG is all sort of you know you gather weapons it's like a shooter this game i think is more of like a mario party type thing with a bunch with various mini games so each round is a different mini game and you have like you know the first round you have like the top 40 to qualify and then you know the 10 or 20 who didn't qualify they get eliminated and now you only have 40 people going to the next round then you take the top like 29 or so then those people they get eliminated and then you keep eliminating until you have like a small or number left when, <laughs> when they take six um, i so the other like cool thing is like it's like mario party style but it's designed to be like a game show which that was one of the big appeals for me so this game another like kind of similar to the battle royales for playstation players at least it was free last august or in august so everyone like everyone picked up the game so much that the servers didn't work the first week but yeah um i like kind of discovered it with friend of the pod Clinton, who was playing it a while like when it first came out and it appealed to me a lot because it was like it's basically like wipeout but like <laughs> even a lot of like the levels are similar to actual like wipeout courses they have the courses look like the foam like the foam like pieces that mm -hmm. you see on the show mm -hmm. um it's only the only thing it's missing is the big balls <laughs> um, and i was like that's always Pretty been much. like i think even when you're watching the shows you're like wouldn't it be so cool like even though i like fall on my face and completely lose like it'd be so cool to go on the wipeout obstacle course mm -hmm. and this like lets you do that or you really think cool. of like american ninja warrior or other shows like that yeah. where they're like physical <laughs> physically based obstacle courses that you know draw on like weird skills and it's it's entertaining to watch and just like that part of it is very entertaining to play. It's kind of the same thing, yeah. like a physics-based game where it's a little janky on purpose. And it's like just funny where, I don't know, it's colorful and it's bright and the music is upbeat and it's just, it creates this kind of like weird experience where everybody's having fun, there's like a lot of joy and it's not serious, it's not intense, it's just- You know what's really crazy? The ingredients for Fall Guys have been there in in gaming, like um, like with uh, PS2 and um, CS:GO. There have been community levels which have been obstacle courses, yeah, um, and uh, surfing courses and all that. But that's you know slightly different thing. Um, but uh, the ingredients have been there. But Fall Guys sort of puts it all together and puts it in, you know, wraps it in a you know, nice little bow for everyone. Mm -hmm. and, I th and I think that someone, you know, picked up on that and was like, there's something here. Yeah, and yeah. we've also failed to mention one of the best parts of the game is that you play as a little, well, I mean, you guys kind of said it aside, but you play as a little jelly bean with, like, <laughs> two eyes, no mouth. You, when he runs around, you obviously like he runs around like super derpy yeah, and like, sort of hops around. You know, it's uh, very easy. Your character can like go bonus and just fall down without any apparent reason. That's the main fall guys. Um, you do a lot of falling. Yeah. And another thing I really like about it is it has all the customization um, without the pay to win. Uh, there's there's a couple like outfits in the game that you can 
get with real money if you bought like the special edition but outside of it there's a shop that changes like every day so you never know like what items they're going to be available to put on you can wear like a hot dog you can Dinosaur outfits, um, pigeons, pigeons, which are the worst, <laughs> but um, all of those outfits you can get money to get them through playing the game and getting good. And the best of the best skins like cost crowns, which you have to win to get. So it's if you see someone wearing an outfit that costs five crowns, you know like they're good because they won the five real games. Deal, yeah. So like it's it's even more. You get that good feeling, like if you've won those games and you have the skin, you know that Joe Blow and XB didn't just spend ten dollars to get the same skin. Mm-hmm. You have to earn it, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. So I think this definitely has like all the ingredients of a typical battle royale game. But I think it just does so many things right that, uh, dare I say it, Fortnite bad Fall Guys good. Yo. <laughs> it also it, it also came out at precisely the right time too. Like, yeah. it, like, it catches everyone while they're in quarantine. And also, there's this whole incident that's been going on with um, Epic Games and Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's a large portion of their fan base, I'm sure. Um, and the other ones are just sort of starting to fade away. Mm-hmm. And then we have Fall Guys, and it's like, wow. I, you know. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that these games, I feel like they never are super hyped up like they just kind of come out of nowhere because this was this was made by devolver or mediatonic which is also like a part of devolver digital which is an indie game studio they're not making like triple a huge releases there was like a trailer for this like at e3 and everything Mm -hmm. and And i think that was like it kind of drew in because it really tackled something that i think a lot of people really wanted which was casual battle royale i think that was like Something that so many people wanted, and I was—I will admit—I was a little confused as to why it wasn't a thing before, or mm-hmm. wasn't as popular. Because that's definitely there's definitely like a desire for it, and I think that Fall Guys really capitalizes on that. And I think yeah. that's part of the reason why it's so you, popular. Um, you uh, touched on something there, but something will uh, become—it'll just blow up. Um, one of those I hear is um, that game with the imposters, Among Us. Among Us. Yeah, supposedly that's been out for a while, and it just now started to sort of blow up mm-hmm. with all these YouTubers and these memes coming out of it, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, ah, Red is the imposter. <clears throat> it's another, it like, game that looks silly, so it draws yeah. your attention on the way that it looks, and it's also, also like, looks... a concept that hasn't really been touched on a, a lot. There have been, um, you know, in a game where it's sort of like, you are in a group of people, and <laughs> among the group of people, is, there are some fake people, and, and it's like trying to figure out yeah. who those people are. That's like something, that's not an un, that's not a new concept. That's yeah. always been a thing, but I think it was never really done correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's why I think, true. and I'm not totally, I will admit I'm not totally sure why it's really blown up, because like Max said, it's been out for a while. And, it also um, looks similar to Fall Guys. The character is yes, probably why. like Spaceman Fall Guys. Yeah. But Christian, I'm sorry, you before I like start you. Um, um, I think like kind of what people were saying, like Max said, it's coming out at like the the right time. Or like with Fun Fall Guys, it came out at the right time when everyone's stuck it, at home. It caught that wind. It sort of caught that wind, and um, oh no, no it was something Max was going to say. This sort of casual 
Battle Royale, like, you know, Fortnite and, you know, all these other games, they have, like, sort of, like, casual modes, but, like we said before, like, even the casual mode it gets, like, really, really competitive. That's where, like you said, you can, like, play Overwatch and whatnot. Also, it's kind of sort of like a um, building mechanic. Yeah, and it's, like, the things are, like, it says it's casual, but there's still, yeah. like, like we said, like, the skill ceiling is very high. But, like, Fall Guys, I think, is, like, true casual. Mm-hmm. Like, I I am not much of, how you would say, a gamer. You know, I mean, like, I play, like, something, like, I, I'm a big Super Smash Bros. guy, or I play, like, Mario or, like, Super Mario Bros. big Nintendo kid. But, like, you know, I tried Fortnite, and I tried PUBG, PUBG Mobile, I would say. But um, that was, I, it was, like, a learning curve, I guess, because it's not really what I'm used to. But I can say, even though I'm the only one in this house who hasn't caught a dub yet, the sound descended. <laughs> I like I'm wow. starting to get the I'm starting to get the hand of Fall Guys. It took a lot and, to admit on the air. Yeah, good for I am. Yeah. Good for you. Saying it's it for the world. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but um, I I think Chris, but I think this is like a game that even someone with my sort of lack of skill set, I think is it's pretty simple to pick up, and I'm. I feel like I'm getting goals. I think this is sort of like one of the true casual game, like a casual uh, battle royale game that I think people are looking for. So this is like yeah, what people like were looking for, and it came out like at the right time. So I think just everything is kind of going right for Fall Guys. Well, it's also like everything. there's also one more thing before we get on to that yeah. good point. Um, the other aspect of Fall Guys that we, I don't think we really mentioned is that it's different every single time. Now most of the time, most of the time, there's like I, I, I don't know how many, maybe thirteen, I don't know how many games, maybe twenty games. I'm not totally sure. Um, so every single time, in theory, you get a different set of games mm-hmm. based on the circumstances. How many players are left? They recently ch- like there are team games and there are solo games, and if you had a team game, then you can't get another team game in a row, and that changes what game you get next. So it's variant every single time, and there's so when you think of like. Other battle royales where it's like, if I pick up this gun, my chance of winning goes up by fifty percent because it's the best gun in the game. Where it's, it, you can't really do that in Fall Guys because Fall Guys, you can say, oh, this round just popped up, my chances of winning just went down by fifty yeah. percent. <laughs> it's like, yeah. sure, but it, it's kind of like interesting that it touches on this air. I'm using air quotes right now, like randomness <laughs> factor that also makes it different every single time. It's just a little. Because yeah. it's the same mini games that you play, you know. Right. It's like a same. It's like yeah. a set of mini games that is just ra- in random orders. So it's like something similar. Like you can like after playing for like a while, you can get the same mini game a couple times. So you can like like oh, I'm really good at um, what's the like um, what's that called? Perfect match. Perfect match. Uh-huh. It's like oh, now I'm like really good at perfect match because I played it a lot, or like I'm really good at like slime climb because I just played a lot and like I know like shortcuts or whatever. But, like, you don't, you never know what game you're going to get. And even, like, the last game, it's like, you know, you could get, like... It can be really hit or miss. Like, it can be yeah. hit or miss, and it can be, like, <laughs> b- like four or five different games for that last round. So you never really know what you're going to get. And, actually, that brought me to, like, this is also one of the Battle Royale games that brings out the stupidest people I've ever seen in my life. Like, <laughs> I, and this isn't, like... Meant to, if you played it, you would like. There's, you I feel like know. everyone's trying to be like a pro in Fortnite and PUBG, but you go into Fall Guys, people are just missing jumps and like falling to their de- like. 
people are jump like falling over each other. Like it's it's, it's very hectic. It's very I don't know. It's just hilarious I've, to watch. I've referred to them before as uh, single celled organisms. It's, 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 <laughs> it's kind of true because they're just sort of like amoebas. Like they're just shapeless, just yeah. gotta go anywhere. Some like, some like some players are just like so dumb, and it's just like it's fun to watch. And yeah, it's also like toxic fun. on purpose. Like people will try to grab you and kill you at the oh. end of a match. Like and that's also just fun. <laughs> yeah, so like even like it's a single player game it, it kind of like you can like have one person in like you know if we're all sitting and one of us like if will's playing this round then we can all just sit there and watch and it's just as entertaining to watch as it is to play because you can sort of like cheer on like your like cheer on whoever you're playing with mm-hmm. Um, or we could, or you know, as it's loading up the next game, it's like, what do you think we're gonna get next? And you can like guess what the game was, or you know, we look at certain players, like, oh, let's go get that hot dog, let's grab them, you know, whatever. <laughs> get that but it's just like, it's it's so much fun to play and watch, and it's sort of brings me to the game, and I think like we have our own little. Oh, yeah. Like on a, like a little uh, dry erase board on our fridge, we have like a dub list. <laughs> so we have like a cumulative dub. What is it like eight? It's nine. Nine, nine. now, and we check off like um, which games, which was like the final games to get the dub in. So it's just sort of like this has sort of become like like a bonding kind of thing for us. Yeah, yeah. And I think even though it's like one person to play at a time, you can sort of do like a team sort of thing, but mostly you kind of do it on your own. Even though it's like individual single play single player it still can sort of be like a team experience and we've like had a couple friends over before where like i don't know how like they're not necessarily usually gamers or anything either and they like get invested in what we're doing but the other mm-hmm. person's like what is it? oh my god like yeah. they love it's laughing at the so easy i mean it's so, no, okay let me rephrase it's very it's simple very it's not complex so I mean the controls are extremely there's walk nothing forward. there's walk forward jump and dive and grab that's, that's really it good. and then it's I could tell you in five seconds how to play the game and I think you'd you'd be at the average skill level <laughs> as soon as I tell you how to play the game yeah it, it's so it's it's casual it's like I don't know how else yeah. to say it, it, it truly it really is the casual. definition of like couch gaming correct yeah. like um <clears throat> and I would akin the 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 experience of like having this. Um, of, of having like people um, like a group of people like where one person's playing and then the others are watching mm-hmm. I, I would akin it to like like sports almost for people yeah yeah, yeah. Where it's like you know you are so invested in what is going on on the screen mm-hmm. it definitely brings me back to like going to a friend's house and <laughs> like playing video games even if like it was split back then it was like split screen but even yeah. still like you're oh when you die it's my turn Good like days. Yeah. a lot of like that kind of <laughs> So I think that this is tr- it's like true casual where you can just sit down, play it, and have a good time with it. And I think that's the one thing that's like sort of sets um, Fall Guys apart from a lot of other games, at least like multiplayer games recently. It's just sort of like it's the game is fun. If it's not fun, why bother? <laughs> um, why bother? But I want to talk a little bit about the problems that plague Fall Guys because. You guys weren't around for some of these early, uh, early day old-timers. I've experienced some things. Um, but... Because I play on PC, that's how well, you yeah. can discern that. When, so yeah, when the game first came out, like I said, it blew up pretty much instantly. Because everyone who had a PlayStation was like, oh, well, let me try out the free game on here and get 
so they like <laughs> right. we said they were a small studio. It didn't really have the capacity for millions of players logging on at once. So first week the game was out, the servers were down pretty much constantly. Like it was, you'd be lucky if you could get into a game. If you got into a game, you'd be lucky if you could stay without getting kicked out. Um, it was so bad that <laughs> Mediatonic, like the developers, like. We're like, hey, sorry about that. Here's like a free legendary skin, like the best type of skin you can get, which obviously is not special when every single person has it. But um, it became like a thing you could only have if you were playing the game first and had to deal with all that. Is that uh, the crab skin? No, no that, that was for the free skin they gave us the cactus. Um, and then lately, a really big problem that people have been angry about mainly been on PC is cheaters. We've kind of talked about cheaters on PFC before, but yeah. it's, for whatever reason, like, they didn't have a good anti-cheat system, and... Which they're going to be rolling out, I heard. I think they, they did. Already yeah. could. Um, well, the thing is, like, you were saying before, the team was so small, and truly, like, there was no way to anticipate the way the game would get popular, because even their, their like, Devolver has many, many titles that I, I think... Most people wouldn't know, yeah. and even myself, myself who I would say is like a, a gamer, and I'm like in on the indie games, some of them I definitely still don't know. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like, there's no way that they could have ever possibly known. So why would they incorporate a hefty anti-cheat system in the game they don't expect to be yeah, super, super But well? like, if you, there's videos of, I guess it was really easy too to cheat, like it, well, it's not like you had to be like a, a hacker yeah. or something, like you could do it, it like is. an average person. It is extremely easy. In there's... fact, there are Steam there are, there are guides on Steam <laughs> on how to do this. Um, but there's ridiculous. there's like videos of people just flying around in the air, just zooming around as yep. if someone like grabbed them with their mouse and shook them around like to yep. win. And it's been a problem on PC so long that people are like, I'm not playing the game again until they fix this. And meanwhile, you have the PS4 players who are like, I'm having a great time, like it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. And then these people are like, you I'll never play. Them. I haven't so seen yeah. but yeah, it, yeah. it, it can happen. I mean, yeah. it's harder to cheat on console, but yeah. luckily they have been cracking down on that. Their original yeah. way of cracking down was to put all of the cheaters in their own lobby, so you just have 60 people flying around the map <laughs> and, like, using speed hacks. Um, but the poor soul that gets yeah. put into that. Despite, despite the, like, the problems with it, I think it is really funny when someone runs into a hacker and then they all team up to stop the hacker like in a team game. Like. I remember I saw someone like tweeted this out. Um, he was playing uh, he was playing claw ball and the other team had a hacker on their team and that other team purposely scored on themselves um, enough so the other team would win so then the hacker's team would get eliminated and the hacker couldn't continue to the next round so I think that's sort of you know everybody has like a mutual respect it's like you know we don't tolerate cheating we'll sabotage ourselves our own team so then the cheater can win so to highlight something that um, that you just said there is that like oh like we don't tolerate cheating the the TF2 community when this bot crisis happened they were on it pretty much immediately like <clears throat> Pretty much immediately when a bot joins, like, someone kicks it. Immediately. Like, 
That's a level of dedication that mm-hmm. you just don't see sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It reminds me of um, back when I played a lot of Minecraft. So there was one summer when I was in high school when I was like an administrator on a survival Minecraft server. Sometimes like bots would join, and you know, if a, a new player joins, like brand new to the server, you know, all the mods are saying like, "Oh, welcome to the server." But then they would like share like this link, like a link to whatever, and they would just keep spamming, and then we had to like put the link down. But like, despite all the issues, like they things are getting worked out, and I think the game is gonna have a lot of longevity just because they recently put an update in that like adds even more variation to each of the levels, and Big then. Yeah, they have a, a hammer called Big Yetus that can randomly appear that can launch you into the air. And then they have already like a season two plan. So right now it's season one. Um, so the that's, next. That's like a very common. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, go for um, it. A very common thing. I think Fortnite, Fortnite does seasons too, where it's sort of like with this new season, they roll out a series of new. <laughs> a series of new, um, you know, costumes and cosmetics and themes that all kind of fit under one scope. They could say, "Oh, it's season five where the theme is uh, out of the pirates or something," and then it's yeah, like everything yeah. is themed around this one idea. So that yeah. makes sense that Fall Guys would kind of uh, mirror that trend as well. What do you think is going to happen to like our our Fall Guys season one stuff? I think you get to. I think. What do you mean? Like, will, oh. will you be able to keep it, or are they gonna flush it you out? You get to keep your items. That's, I know that. But they are like introducing new games, new maps, and the theme is going to be medieval. So they've already released pictures of like dragons and skins and night. Outfits. I mean, there's like a trailer. Uh, but I don't know yet if they're gonna keep selling the old costumes that you can play. Like, yeah. you can still play the old levels. But I, I think that'll at least keep some variation. Because I mean. Until they added that update, I think it was starting to get a little monotonous. Like you kind of just going through the motions of go this route on this yeah, map. It's like I can expect there's, uh, you know, there's 19 people left in the game lobby, so then I can figure out what game it is based on the trends of my past experiences, which can get a little, um, you know, like you said, monotonous after a while. So I think they, the mid-season update was exactly kind of what the game needed. So. <clears throat> Definitely looking forward to how they continue with it. They're they're certainly for a development team of they have I don't know how many people they have, but I'm, but definitely I'm guessing that it's you know pretty, pretty small. That's fantastic for them. Like for them to be able to push out this much content, that is insane. They're doing I think they're doing a good job, yeah. even though it's a small team. Um, just sort of being able to put out all this content and just fall guys popularity or huge popularity in general. Like I think it's I think that's a really nice thing, you know, when a small indie developer gets like a spotlight. Like when Five Nights at Freddy's first yeah, to like you know, right. Scott Cawthon was thinking of quitting the video game industry All in its together. entirety. Yeah. But then f- the first FNAF game released and now Five Nights at Freddy's went from like an indie game to like now one of the most you know, like a super popular game. Went from an indie game to a game I want to quit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, so I think maybe we can like start yeah going on for a bit but uh i think like fall guys is just doing so many things right and even though it does have its fair share of problems i think uh the team behind it i think they're doing a pretty good job with fixing things keeping it fresh and i feel like fall guys is gonna last i think probably a good amount i mean it's definitely i've loved been playing it 
We could start a Will and Christian Twitch where we just play Fall Guys. <laughs> That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I have a feeling that one of your tier three subs is going to be um, James, James Jason Bird. Yeah, we could play with him instead. Yeah, but maybe going off that, you know, it's a new season of Will and Christian in the morning. I think uh, we, we do have plans to sort of do new things now that because we're all living together we can sort of like do things easier we have like a lot of ideas for new things new looks new looks perhaps so uh look out for that but uh, i think that should about wrap up this season premiere max and matthew thank you for taking time out of your day to walk downstairs and use our <laughs> oh absolutely it's truly it was my pleasure fun. it was yes. fun yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And once once again, if you aren't following us on Instagram, it's at WC in the morning. Uh, we do we your, post dear civic duty. Yeah, do yeah, your civic duty, duty not militaristic duty. Yeah. It's a different thing. Um, but um, yeah, so go there because every week for the episode, we post a little funny picture of us. I'm probably going to put us on the Fall Guys. That's, cool. uh, That's a great idea. This For this episode, like on the white part of the eyes, I'll put emojis. Um, but uh, before we go, you know, we this is not only like the season premiere because we've been back for a while, but this is also the one year anniversary of the podcast. So yeah. this is going to probably be released uh, September twentieth, and that is a an entire year after the very first episode was published. So will we've been doing this for a whole year? And congratulations, it's, guys! Heck yeah. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. So yeah. thanks for sticking with it, and everybody, thank you for listening. You know, giving your ideas and interacting with us. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. We have a lot better planned. So uh, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Um, I'd like to end by saying, can you introduce me as Joker? <laughs> <laughs> and I want to live, uh, I want to leave us on one note before we go. In this house, we, we go, go mid. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye.